everybody, what is up my friends? Welcome back to the lounge, or welcome to the lounge for the first time. I am Mortimer Main, and we are talking tracks today, and oh my goodness, I can barely contain my excitement right now because I think this is this is the, the most excited I've, I've ever had. I've ever been to talk about a certain band. And the thing is, I'm only going to get to talk about this band once because um, I only have one of their records here. So, or, you know, in my collection at all. So, yeah, enough of the suspense. It's the Beastie Boys. We're talking about the Beastie Boys today. Legends, legends, absolute legends. Super influential, just, oh man, I don't know, right place, right time. These guys, just crazy lives crazy success crazy influence okay so where do i start here yeah i guess i guess this is one of those bands that they've been around so long that you actually witness them transition genres and uh these guys uh with their transitions you know like were were flawless so they actually started out as uh well, you, yeah, you could re- refer to it as hardcore punk. They were a hardcore punk band from New York City, formed in 1978 after um, uh, an experimental punk band called the Young Aborigines had broken up. So I forget who came from that band, but uh, went on to form the Beastie Boys. So, you know... Punk rock is a lot different than uh, the hip hop that uh, the Beastie Boys are, sound that the Beastie Boys are known for. So, pretty crazy. Um, and then that first major single, "Fight for Your Right to Party," like what is that, right? Like that—that's like hard rock. They were calling that a hard rock back then. And then, just a couple years later, they've like fully transi- transitioned to hip hop, and then they smash it. You know, like just it's crazy with these guys okay so like i said my only time i'm going to talk get to talk about them so uh yeah i never got to see these guys in real life and that sucks but i never really had a good opportunity to but my cousin tyler did it in vancouver i think and he said it was dope obviously uh, so that's pretty cool I was supposed to see Mixmaster Mike uh, play a DJ set, but and I even had the tickets and everything, but then he canceled. And uh, oh man, it sucked because I had to drive super far to get these tickets. And then I was just like, whatever, I'm not driving back. I don't care about this money, you know. But uh, okay, so I decided today that uh, first we're gonna talk about the personal. We're gonna talk about the personal with the song, and then we're gonna talk about the facts after. So let me uh, let me hit you with a little bit of information that will lead to a pretty funny story. Because well, the thing is, I think I can safely say that my favorite Beastie Boys song is "Shake Your Rump," and. Um, you know, I still love it to this day. It's it's so awesome. I remember the first time I really heard it was at a house party. I was in grade 11, you know, a junior in high school, and uh, my boss from work. It was his. It was his party at his parents' house, and like I wasn't friends with this guy. Like he was like the big boss at work, you know. 
so I was like, what am I even doing at this party? But all the employees were there, and they had a DJ, like, which was pretty cool. Uh, I, I had never seen, like, such a nice setup before. And um, it was a crazy party. Like, there was a foosball table. Everyone was drunk. People were having sex in the upstairs bathroom, you know, that was known while the party was going on. I was like, whoa, this has uh, never happened during the high school parties that I'm used to. And I was chilling with my friend Elliot. We were having an awesome time. And then uh, the DJ played Shake Your Rump by the Beastie Boys. And, like, the room just exploded. And I was like, oh, like, what song was that? And, and Elliot was like, Shake Your Rump, don't you know? And I was just like, oh, my God. Because, um, yeah. Uh, I don't think I'd ever heard it before and hearing it on that stereo and hearing it with that buzz going that I had was awesome so this record that we're going to be playing today is crazy after I did some inspection on it today this is a limited edition for promotional use only not for sale double LP sampler called the hip hop sampler this was released in 1994. Like I said, it's got two discs. It's got this crazy all-white cover with this dude on the cover, uh, a sticker on the cover with this dude like in a karate gi doing what looks like karate, but it might be kung fu or whatever. The middle like of the opening of the uh, record is nothing. It's just blank white. There's like a DJ, uh, you know, uh, something that a, the record company, Capital Records, would have given out to a DJ. Now, I remember getting this because I remember when it came into the record store that I was working at where I bought it. And I was like, oh, what is this? And um, I realized to my horror at that time. Well, first, I looked at the tracks on the back and to my delight, I saw that it contained... Let's see here. Shake Your Rump. Um, sure Shot, which is my second favorite Beastie Boys song. Um, Get It Together. Just a bunch of stuff. This is actually Root Down. Oh my goodness, Root Down. This is actually um, pre-released before the Ill Communication album dropped in 1995, okay? So this recording would have been like uh, what got played on record uh, radio stations and whatnot, which is crazy. But here's the tragedy amid the triumph. One of the discs has always been missing. The disc that contained um, Shake Your Rump, the studio, original studio recording. So how tragic is that? But have no fear because the disc that remains is still a treasure within itself and we got a crazy uh, remix of Sure Shot called the European B-Boy Clean Mix but uh, this uh, the mix that they have it with it sounds like you know you're in uh, Queens with Mob Deep man like it's grimy it's grimy oh this was actually produced by Grand Royal uh, records as I'll talk about after this let's just get into the song because I can't wait anymore y'all I can't anyway I can't wait anymore y'all here we go
Oh, man, just grimy, right? <laughs> just grimy. I don't know why that, that's the word that springs to my mind to describe it. How dope was that though, right? What a track, what a remix. Aren't you got, I played that one instead of the original one uh, or the usual one, which you can go look up now and hear that one, hear how dope that one is too, you know, but now you've heard this limited edition baby strictly for the listeners to the tracks from the Treehouse Lounge. Okay, here we go, I promised. <laughs> First the personal, then the facts. So I'm about to go ahead with the facts, but I just want to close the loop. That party that I heard Shake You Rump at with my friend Elliot. Man, we stayed there till 4 a.m. Didn't get home till 4 a.m. And I went to high school the next day, okay? I work hard, I play hard, you know what I'm saying? You know, like that'll get you far in life, all right? Okay, so check this out. I haven't even talked about the members of this band yet. Composed of New Yorkers, Mike D, Ad-Rock, and MCA. Big RIP to MCA, Adam Yock, who left us in 2012. Basically, these guys is just one of those groups that everybody likes, you know, even if you aren't into the genre, if you aren't even really into music, like you can bob your head to this stuff. You know, um, everybody likes it. So I learned today that the band likes to say that the Beastie in Beastie Boys is an acronym standing for Boys Entering Anarchistic States Towards Inner Excellence, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, so, okay, here's some more facts. Ready for them? Uh, I said they formed in 1978. By 1981, they had already performed with uh, punk legends, Bad Brains, Dead Kennedys, Misfits, Reagan Youth, to emphasize their, for me to emphasize their punk bona fides, you know, if you didn't believe me. And then, three years later, in 1984, they had already mostly transitioned to the new hip-hop sound that was, you know, born in New York. And so they hired a DJ for their live shows, just like I'm your DJ, MC, and selector on this show. They hired a DJ, this young cat from NYU named Rick Rubin. Shortly after, Rubin founded Def Jam Records along with fellow NYU student Russell Simmons. And Rubin then asked the Beastie Boys if he could produce their first record and put it on the Def Jam logo label. Uh, So they produced it. And their first 12-inch single called Hard Rock was released in 1984. And that was Def Jam's second release ever. Pretty cool stuff, I thought. Um, According to some guy, the Beastie Boys had a spinoff, or or the (laughs) the Beastie Boys had a spinoff magazine, a publication. uh, Also, uh, uh, when they had, back when they had their record label, Grand Royal, And this magazine was also called Ground Royal. And uh, according to Oxford English Dictionary, we're the first to publish the word mullet ever, like around the world. First existence, first printed existence of the word mullet was in Grand Royal magazine. And 
it was an article on the hairstyle. Like they were talking about mullets in the article. So I thought that was pretty funny. And yeah, I think last thing I'll say is that I thought it was pretty crazy to myself anyways. <laughs> when I was looking back and thinking about how when in 1995 ill communication dropped and you know the sabotage video was super cool super funny you know um, even though a lot of kids that I knew like I had no idea it was a reference to anything you know they were just like oh yeah they're just like dressing up with mustaches you know that's just like yeah it's a good video and uh, you know Ill Communication, I guess, is, is probably still my favorite overall album. And um, I was thinking about it today, uh, thinking about what it looked like. And it had this that super cool Grand Royal logo that you can see on uh, the album art that I'm going to post on the Instagram page. It's really small, but I'll zoom into it. Anyways, I picture that Ill Communication CD in my hand um, with that green paint on the disc with this cool logo. And I was just like whoa uh, <laughs> memories you know and then oh yeah here's the point of that story then only four years later in 1999 did that song intergalactic drop which just blew everyone away again but to my mind looking back it seemed like the distance between those songs, you know, like that could have been your whole high school career, right? So only four years later, like they're still just dropping bombs, you know, steadily carpet bombing us with uh, hits throughout the year. So big up to the Beastie Boys, man. Um, yeah, legends, legends. Thank you. Peace. Peace to all y'all. Peace to all the listeners. Peace to all the people who write in and leave the fan mail. I like uh, reading it. It's awesome. Whoa, I just realized that the orchestra has dropped, stopped playing and everyone in this whole place is looking at me. What's going on, guys? <laughs> what? What? Did you hear something profound or something? Okay, you know what? That's enough of that. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Thank you. Okay, jeez. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Let's not do that again. I'm about to play another song. Okay, guys, just relax, relax, relax. I'll be right there. I see you over there. I'm coming, buddy. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Please come back again and join us, and we will talk music again, and you can hear me tomorrow. Bye.